I was there. I don't have to listen to it. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I am Tony Russo, no relation, and looking exactly the way you would not think. If... <laughs> If you're a person who's only read, for example, what I've written, and then you see how I look today, you'd be like, nah, it's not even close. Yeah. Uh, I've been trapped in the house for a while. My hair got too long. I put on a born in the USA bandana and I forgot about it until I called Todd. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going with it. I'm just, yep. I'm doing the old hippie thing today. I think I, I always uh, think that you should lean into your look. You, you've, uh, just like you have a unique writing style, you have a unique uh, long hair, scruffy writer look. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> you can tell that I'm not successful because my hair is like this. You like, you know, like, like I don't know. Let's think of uh, like Neil Gaiman has wild hair, but you know, he spends money on it and it looks good. Uh, Stephen King has shitty hair. There you so go. maybe that's what we'll call the episode. Stephen King has <laughs> shitty hair too. <laughs> so yes. much to get to this week. Almost don't know where to start, but before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors. Our sponsors are local business as well as the drinks we are drinking. And I'm on water today because I've been on the phone all day and I haven't really, I wonder what it's, I don't know if I'm going to be able to feel my legs when I stand up at this point. It's been a, <laughs> a long day behind the computer. Well, my sponsored drink today is uh, a bourbon, and because you are on the phone all day, uh, I'm I'm starting my second. So good you for know, you. We'll, we'll we'll see how we'll see how this goes. Um, each week, uh, the the sponsor this week is me. Um, kind of. So there you there was a time when I would promote my blog, or when I would promote my newsletter, or when I would promote my book. Um, but I haven't done anything on any of those in such a long time that I forget the words to the song, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, I do hope and I have every intention of getting a newsletter out last next week. <laughs> so anyway, if you're if you want to follow the newsletter, it's um, a bagelmanifesto.com. And of course, you should follow our newsletter because every week. Almost every week when I don't forget to post the show, I listen to the show yeah. and I say to myself, you know, if you listened to the show, you could write a really good blog post about it. But right. since you don't listen to the show until after everyone else has, <laughs> you can't do that. So one of the things that I really would like to try to do, so I will encourage you if you're a listener and have not subscribed to our newsletter, which is at um, sub um, day drinking on delmarva.substack.com link in the show notes you can um you can hopefully find some some nice little essays there like i wanted to do one on on the disnification of worcester county last week yep just did not get to it um there are but, still some unanswered questions there i i oh. Go ahead. I, I don't some, know anything about it. I and I don't have the answers there. Uh, but I did notice some some friends who are teachers wearing the uh the Disney logo that says Worcester instead of Disney. It looks like the castle. Mm -hmm. Um I know that I know that logo has been co-opted for other like funny purposes. Like there's one that says Dundalk, which I 
and, and you know, but I, like still well, unanswered yeah. questions, as I said. So the thing, the the thing with uh, like the Dundalk T-shirt and seventy eight percent of the illegal things that they sell in Ocean City is there waiting for the cease and desist letter. Mm-hmm. So the plan is I'll sell as many of these as I can. I'll get a cease and desist letter. I'll sell what I have left. And hopefully before they sue me, I will have sold my last one and I won't make any more. It's, it's what a lot of honestly beer companies do when they do mm-hmm. these special can releases. We've talked about that before where they're like, no, we're just going to steal this name and, you know, make a thousand cans, sell a thousand cans. And then when they say cease and desist, you say, okay, I'll cease and I'll desist. Yep. Um, I'm I'm more into originality, which is what we were talking about. And I'm like, oh, I could have written a nice little essay about that had I listened to it last week instead of this morning when everyone else did, or yesterday morning, yesterday whenever morning. when I whenever I finally got it out. So please subscribe to the to the uh, Day Drinking on Delmarva newsletter at least because I really think I'm going to try to write on that more. I've just been so I don't want to get too artsy about it, but I was talking about it this weekend with my sister in law who who edited my book. Oh, I'm sorry, my book is really what I'm supposed to be plugging. It is Dragged into the Light, Truthers, Reptilians, Super Soldiers, and Death Inside an Online Cult by Tony Russo. If you're a listener and would like a free audio version, just email me at, I'm sorry, just email me by Tony Russo at gmail.com, B-Y-T-O-N-Y-R-U-S-S-O at gmail.com. Happy to send you a copy of my quickly dwindling um, free audio books. Um, if you like it, I would like it if you gave it a review on Amazon or any place or just told a friend said, hey, I listened to this book. You should listen to it or buy it or whatever. Right. Um, but I was talking this weekend to my sister-in-law who helped me edit the book. And I have just been kind of paralyzed since it since it came out. I mean, I've been working on the war book. But as far as blogging, it's just felt so pointless. You know, I have like three good blogs in my head about what's going on in Del Mar, mm-hmm. but nobody cares. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really hard when no one, when you feel like no one cares. But, so do you, I mean, but, it's, it's probably a little bit of both that people really don't care, but how much of it is that you feel like people don't care? Well, it, it we are in we're in a part of history that I'm not prepared for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the part of history where liking something on Twitter or Facebook counts as activism. You right. know, people feel like they've done something when they've said something nasty to President uh, Biden or President former President Trump or any of these assholes. You know, they're like, oh, I really showed him. Now yeah. I'm going to go outside and. I don't know, burn some gasoline or, or whatever ineffectual things you're doing um, rather than kind of changing the way the whole man of the, the bagel manifesto, which is where all of this started. The, the thesis of it, if you will, is yes, things are getting shittier. Why don't you do something about it? Or at least try to change your perception of how shitty things are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not, that's not really that's that's not selling. You know what 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 sells is here's something you can say to own the magas, or here's something you can say to really show those libs what's what. And that's it bores me. It's just mm. goddamn boring. And I I don't want to write that way. And if that means that I don't get to write, then you know that's that's okay with me. 
Yeah. I, I would go so far as to say even doing the opposite. And we've talked about this and trying to just put pretty images with music out there or showing people in a good, having a good time in a good light, which is what we do uh, has also been co-opted by the, you know, big social media and is, uh, you know, boring also, you know, yeah. like if I, I'm making, I, I, because Instagram is forcing me to, I'm making the same video for one client that I am for uh, a different client, vastly different images, but it's like the same Template. regurgitated thing. And, and, and that's almost the point behind it because other people are doing that also. So you're doing that version of it. And as you were saying, it's, it's not, uh, it's not original. Yeah. And, and it's what it is, is it's the way it always is. It's just going to appeal to the people who are trying to make the most money by doing the least amount of work. Hmm. And those those are the people who are who are going to who continue to change the way the Internet works. They just make it, you know, more bland and dumber. And that way you can be bland and dumb and still not have to get a day job. And I mean, God bless you. But I don't want to play that anymore. Right. Right. That's why we're doing a podcast and have for a decade. We are podcast uh, innovators, even though we really it's really it's like us, Rogan and um, Mark, what's his name? Mark Marin, you know, Mark Marin. We're the big three. Believers. Yeah, <laughs> there are there are thousands, but I don't I don't think there are tens of thousands. There yeah. might be hundreds. There may be thousands. There are not yeah. tens of thousands of people yeah. who have who have committed to it committed to doing it and there is no one like us who's committed to doing it and to being silent about it unless we're actually doing it yes that's that's where that's where we are innovators we are we're waiting to be discovered (laughs) it's like we read the story about Faye ray you know sitting at the uh soda fountain or whoever you know the famous a famous actress was discovered at a soda fountain and we're like okay we like soda we're gonna go sit at a soda fountain (laughs) For 10 years. Yeah, that works. (laughs) Don't show up every day. What if I wear a crazy bandana? Maybe people would come. I fantasize that somehow, like all of those other things uh, and popularity and, you know, in in the zeitgeist will become, will somehow flare out and it will be like our show that ends up in the National Archives long after we're dead. That is like these two idiots. (laughs) (laughs) I think... I think one of the reasons that if I can pat us on the back while I'm making fun of us, one of the reasons we've been able to do it so long is because we don't do a lot of other stuff. So it's mm-hmm. not a chore, yeah. you know, it's, it's not, a, oh, I got to sit down and do this. Like anything you have to do eventually becomes a chore. And right. this is, this has never been a chore. And when we're like, I don't fucking feel like it. And we're like, Hey, I'm not feeling like it today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 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 always a pleasure to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I can if I can find a way to start listening, I've stopped listening to many podcasts now just because mm-hmm. I've been so busy. But I was I today for the hundredth time in my life, literally the hundredth time, I said, you know, you really gotta start listening to these shows and then writing about them because I listen and I'm like inspired and I'm like, you guys did a good job. And I'm like, right. well, keep it to yourself. You know, yeah. make sure you just you just whisper it out the window at midnight. Hey, listen to my show. <laughs> I mean, I, I for 
from my perspective too, uh, I'm, I'm going to commit along with you because I've been saying this about, uh, my other podcasts as well, uh, that if I just listened to it, it would improve greatly. If I just did the bare minimum of prep, it would be, it would be great. Last week, I felt like, uh, we had a great little commercial about my business. I wanted you to have a good commercial about your business because those are little snippets that we could just easily take out and put on uh, social media just to remind people that we have it. Cause that's all that social media is for is to remind people that they're, that we do a podcast. Right. And, and you know, and that was the, cause that's what I was, cause I'm sorry. Did you listen to the show this week? No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, but when you said it, I I wrote it down. I, you know, I, only I, because that's precisely. I was listening to I was listening to the show, and I'm like, wow, a this is pretty good, like objectively, mm-hmm. <laughs> and b you know we could do a lot more talking about just your business because a we're real comfortable in. I'm sorry, b point one we're really comfortable with it, and then mm-hmm. b point two we like we like to do it, and we show how authentic we are right. um, when, when we talk, just talk about how, how social media is working here at the lower ends when it's not, you know, when you're not getting $10,000 a post, you yeah. can still, you can still do social media. Um, so yeah, that's my commercial. The end. Yeah. You're a great <laughs> writer, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody wants, I, and I, I'm going to, uh, it's probably, I, I'm going to substitute some words, but Somebody once said to me who listened to our podcast said that uh, Tony sounds like the older, smarter brother. But it was kind of that. But I think implied an older, smarter was also uh, like, you know, a little bit annoying uh, <laughs> old, older brother. And I, I've, to me, that was very an, a very endearing comment. And I, I think that your writing comes across. Uh, that that way as well. You you can hear your voice. So if you like hearing Tony's voice, you can read uh, his book and and it does come through. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Uh, each week we talk about something that happened to us because we worked here or because we lived here. We call it one cool thing. And we're going to start with Todd's one cool thing for today. Yes. Well, the right before we went on the air, I. I mentioned a couple of things that happened. We had Labor Day. Uh, we had a great week. We have some other stuff that's coming up. This is very the transitional time of year. Uh, right. Kids going back to school and, and that sort of thing. But recently, I've, I've noticed that uh, it seems that Instagram thinks that I have ADD. Or no, it's not even ADD anymore, is it? It's ADHD. So I'm getting all of these sponsored posts uh, from, from like accounts that are talking about and like showing tweets on it. It's like, Oh, you know, basically ADHD be like, and then I read it and I'm like, Oh, that, that's, that strikes a chord. And it got to the point where over, uh, over the holiday, we went up to see my parents and, and I, I was very, you know, I'm like, Mom, Dad, how come you never had me diagnosed properly? Because <laughs> here I am, nearly fifty years old, and uh, you know the internet machine has pretty much convinced me that uh, I, I have this. Uh, I have this well, I've affliction. Got, I've got good news for you. You may not have it, although you may want to see your doctor. Um, <laughs> I I don't. I'm, 
this is long and complicated, and I'm about to find I'm about to offend everyone who has undiagnosed ADHD or undiagnosed ADD or undiagnosed HD or any of the any of the um, high definition attention related yeah yeah. right so thing number one as you may or may not recall from our marijuana episode you don't work better when you're high yeah that's an adhd like if you if you if you if you can smoke pot and work then you then you may have adhd (laughs) um tell them the guy on the internet told you that yeah okay But the other thing that i don't think we appreciate enough and i'm glad you said it because now i'm going to use your example for the rest of my life <laughs> we I don't think we appreciate how much um mentalism is involved with all of the internet information gathering. Mm-hmm. And as you know, mentalists are scam artists mm-hmm. or telling jokes. Like, you know, some people say, you know, I this is a trick. I'm not gonna tell you how I do it, but I'm gonna read your mind, right? Some people right. say, I'm going to read your mind because I'm psychic and they're liars. Right. Um, when the internet knows as much about you as it does, it knows what words to appeal to you to make you think that it's your idea. And yeah. it's like, do you do this? Do you do that? And they're asking you, they fucking know what you do and what you don't do. You're on the internet. <laughs> There's no yes. question about what you do and don't do. They're like, okay, if this guy has this habits, these are the ads you load them. Um, I am so excited slash fascinated slash terrified to see what happens when Google turns off cookies um, mm. to people like me who aren't like on Facebook and I don't have it on my phone. You know, like what if it goes... I don't know if I would be mad if it went back to the early internet days where it's like, well, you're either looking for, for porn or for food or for sewing equipment, a new car, a new car or a new car, you know? Um, so that'll, that'll be really, really interesting to see how a lot of shitty scammy websites are going to, are going to just fall off the wayside. Digital advertising is getting more expensive because it's targeted. And, and it's good and it's well targeted because well targeted, but those days are numbered for, mm. you know, I mean, until everybody's in the metaverse, you know, walking around in Facebook land and then, you know, then they'll know, you know, what you're looking at. Um, well, and, and part of me wonders if uh, this is a more <laughs> nefarious attempt as we've been on the show and we've complained. I've, I've been recently feeling very aggravated and, and frustrated, even as I mentioned earlier with reels and with Instagram and, you know, the, the platform that I uh, is basically the chosen platform of my profession right now. And, uh, and if this is a way of them to be like, you know, just kind of like, you know, whispering in the back of it's like, you aren't worth shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with you. You'll feel better if you buy something. Trust yes. Me. Yes. Uh, so I, I, and again, I don't want to say that you don't have ADHD. You very well may. And, you know, I think that if you're, if you're happy with your life, then that's fine. If, you know, if you're, if you're not getting things like my wife keeps saying that I have it, but I also think it's something that you're supposed to say to people, you know, like, oh, you probably have something wrong with you. That way they don't tell you what's wrong with you. Um, <laughs> unbidden. <laughs> but I have always been an airhead and I've always been a daydreamer. Yeah. And 
I'm happy with the way things turned out. I'm glad that no one turned off my daydreaming when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that nobody made me behave in school um, successfully. Uh, <laughs> Not without attempt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm glad I grew up. In, I grew up between when you could hit students and when you could have them arrested, which is the mm-hmm. best time to go to school. <laughs> People are yeah. always like Gen X this and Gen X that. The best part about being a member of Gen X is you came up right between when they could hit you or when they could shoot you for being <laughs> bad at school. Yes. That sweet spot. Yes, indeed. Uh, and before it gets too late, we need speaking of the metaverse, uh-huh. uh, you have some you have some news yourself about the metaverse. Oh yes, I'm 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 breaking this. I just I just got off an interview. We started a little late if you for some reason tuned in to YouTube and kept checking back to see if we were going to start. Um, but we, I, I just interviewed these people who are going to be doing um, metaverse funerals and it is early, early days. Um, very, very, very early days. And they, the, the analogy they used is like, we're essentially the pong of mm-hmm. the virtual reality funeral. Um, and they told me their whole story. You can read about it in American Funeral Directors October edition if you'd like. Um, but what they pointed out to me um, really, really stuck with me because the obvious question is, who's going to buy headsets just to go to funerals? Right? Nobody. Right. They they don't yeah. think that. They never thought that. I only thought that because I'm stupid. Um, and so, and they're like, well, and I'm like, oh, so I guess if I have my video game, and they're like, no, 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 no. Everyone will be wearing these by 2030 this is the next the next thing and this is the example that they gave um imagine you're a company that has to send technicians all over the place um you could have a technician who could be wearing a vr headset and talking to someone who worked the maintenance guy at the store or whatever and have him put on a virtual headset and you can light something up and like, okay, touch this button and draw an arrow to it. And then in the real world, they can touch that button. So they can do, for example, repairs remotely. And so things that were really, really expensive because they require technicians to fly out, you know, you can just have the bus boy do it, you know, when, uh, when, when, when he has a minute, Um, you know, the, there obviously would be a fee for that kind of thing. But thinking about it in those terms, like yep. if they had told me 15 years ago, and I'm sure people knew about it, like, well, what you'll do is you'll just do most of your work on your telephone. Um, and I would say like having phone calls and they'd be like, well, no, there's no way you'll use it for phone calls with any kind of regularity. But you'll be <laughs> able to, you know, make movies on your telephone and and. Mm. I would say make movies on my telephone, you know, and I know it's, I know it's hackneyed now, but it's, that is, that's the analogy for the virtual reality in the rest of the world. And in the (laughs) funeral space, um, the thing that they talked to me about that I thought was the most exciting is, you know, you can build your own memorial before you die and you can, uh, the example I used before was, you know, have a tour of your childhood home. You know, you can have uh, if you get cremated and scattered, you can still have a burial plot that people can come and visit and they don't have to go. Um, And that's the thing. The thing about uh, 
the cemeteries in general for many of us, not for all of us. There are some people who get a lot of who get a lot of comfort from going to cemeteries, and I don't begrudge them that a second. But I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. And my mom's not one of them. And one of the things she said was, you know, I don't want to be buried because I don't want to, anyone to feel like they have to come out, you know, and right. put flowers on my grave and then feel shitty for not coming out and put flowers on my grave every Sunday afternoon or things like that. You know, there are people who get solace from that or, and who can do that. But there are also people who are just sitting around saying, man, I haven't been in my grandfather's grave in 30 years. Right. And I'm just the worst person. It's like, well, no, it's just not a fun thing for you to do. And um, when you turn, when you go to a funeral, you can change the background if it's boring. Um, There's all sorts of, the innovation is shocking. Um, And again, I have to, I have to reiterate that they reiterated very, very early days. So they sent me, go ahead. Do do you think because of the, uh, you know, kind of like the the heaviness that's involved in in a funeral. That's actually a good early days first, uh, you know, application that that people would actually appreciate. You know, people probably have anxiety about going to to funerals, or you know, or or can't. You know, it's it becomes such an event, but there's also so much so much around it. But that makes that makes it easier to even like, Oh, well, maybe I'll try this. Uh, like as a general populace, maybe we'll try this because it will be, uh, easier in some ways and, and, you know, thoughtful and, you know, yes. And I want to answer this. All right. So business writer, Tony Russo, yes, it makes things more easy and more efficient and something that you can commit to. You don't have to worry about, is it going to rain? You don't have to plan a trip. All of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, maniac Tony Russo. <laughs> the guy with the headband on. The guy with the headband on. Some things are supposed to be hard. Yeah. Some things yeah. like I don't, as I'm, as I'm going through all of these things, it's really making me reconsider the grieving process. And I think there's a, a part of us that needs to grieve Mm-hmm. in a very uncomfortable way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a part of us that needs to come to terms with both our mortality and the mortality of our loved ones and sanitizing that. Uh, and I'm not suggesting that VR sanitizes it. I am. There are things that do sanitize it. There's like, you can, um, I actually got a story pitch today that I'm not going to do. Like you can plan and execute your entire funeral without leaving your home. And when you die, like this company comes to the funeral, cremates you, sends your family some ashes. Have a nice day. Oh, you know, I think that I think that the death process, if we're going to if we're going to have healthy relationships with our loved ones and with ourselves in the long term, we're going to have to say this person is dead and they're not here anymore. And we're going to have to be part of it somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I mean, I know that there are people. Uh, I, I talked to a guy who has a viewing room for his, uh, uh, for his, if you want to see the embalm, if you want to see your dad embalmed, you can, you can watch that. If that's the kind of, you know, visceral reaction, that's going to make you know, they're really dead and right. all the way dead, hmm. you know? Um, and so there are things that people are doing to make it easier to get closer to it. 
but those things also have risk run the risk of making it more like, you know, am I crying because old yeller died, but the dog didn't really die. You know, they just, they just pretended to shoot it. And then the dog was fine. He lived another 15 years after the movie was over. Yeah. And that's, that's the bringing the reality together. And we talked about that, you know, the difference between, he said, there's, you know, digital life, real life and spiritual life. And those things are going to have to, they're continually kind of melding and that's probably going to stay the same for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody wants, uh, there was an article that said the metaverse already exists. It's just called Fortnite. <laughs> but I actually, but I, you know, thinking about and just like how this is adopted for future generations, Fortnite maybe, but my, my son who's 18 now, uh, was very much into Minecraft. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like Minecraft is the metaverse, you know, and it, even to the point where um, he, he, you know, downloaded it, he, you know, he was a kid, he played a lot uh, on the Xbox or whatever. And then recently now he's got a laptop, he's producing m- music, he's graduating high school, he meets a girl who's uh, homeschooled and uh, downloads the game onto his laptop and, and plays with his with his girlfriend. So like, yeah, here, there, here are, here's some two people existing in a virtual space that have, you know, that are building a connection that way, which is, you know, pretty foreign to us Gen Xers. I, I feel like. Well, especially you know. the part about someone who can download something onto their laptop, having a girlfriend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's, That's the weirdest it. part of the story you just told me. <laughs> yeah. How, how are those, how how can those two things exist in the same <laughs> in the same person? And that's where we're really kind of up against it. And we started a little late, and we're going to end on time for almost a change. Um, but please, if you if you like the show, tell someone else um, that they will like it. And if you're wrong, then they'll never listen to you again. What the hell do I care? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but behind that, I got nothing else to say. How about you? I got nothing. All right. Well, remember, until next time at the beach, it's happy hour whenever you say it is. Day Drinking on Delmarva with Todd DeHart and Tony Russo is produced weekly, mostly by dumb luck. You can join them Wednesday afternoons or find them online at daydrinkingondelmarva.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll check back in with you next week.